All right, camera speeding, sound speeding. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Are you ready? Out of boy. What the fuck? <laughs> Got it. All right. Welcome to episode number seventeen of the Songwriters Couch. Um, Happy New Year to everyone. I think this is going to be one of the the is this the second. Uh, second episode after the new year. Uh, happy New Year to everyone. Happy 2024. I hope this is the best year uh, that that you're having. Um, on the episode today, we have Mr. Josh Ketchum in in some fancy gear, some fancy outfit. So, um, folks, yeah, and we'll we'll explain that uh, the the uh, the Bills gear that Josh has got on today. Um, and I want to thank you all for for getting us to episode number seventeen, especially our sponsors, uh, Seed and Stone, uh, who makes this all possible and and keeps us online and uh, plugging away and making music and these crazy videos that you get to see every uh, every couple of weeks uh thank you ali uh for doing the camera work um and thank you everyone that listens uh if you haven't yet subscribed to the youtube channel go out there and do that uh subscribe anywhere you can where you get your podcast etc etc um and uh we do have a patreon page as well for as little as a dollar you can help support us uh and keep us online as well and i've i've had a couple of whiskeys before this episode has started so um I'm gonna I'm gonna move it over to Josh here uh, to tell you cool. all about him and what what he does. So Josh, cool. what is it you do? <laughs> what is it you do? Patrick? <laughs> no, um, but yeah, my name is um, Josh Ketchum. I am a guitarist, vocalist, um, regularly gigging in Rochester, New York, um, slash the general upstate New York area. Um, I write my own songs, um, play some covers, um, both solo slash uh, with my band LFG. Um, I'm also working on a duo project with my friend Chris Glide and am um, kind of in another band right now called Freehand. So, oh, Freehand. Yeah, it's busy. With uh, one, of my, uh, one of my brother's old friends from his grade uh from when we went to high school and who reached out to me so huh. so it's All cool right. yeah. so looking forward to seeing yeah. that yeah that stuff they're they're, they're a talented band they're kind of like a jam sort of rock fusion band that i'm stepping into so right yeah it's cool rock yeah. fusion fusion with what <laughs> what do you think what, uh, what's is it it's metal like, mm. like they have a song that kind of instrumentally sounds like uh maybe like a song by like the band traffic like from the 70s oh, or something traffic yeah they're just like very very, That's uh, a deep, very good like deep music. cut right there you're pulling out yeah, traffic no, yeah. wow yeah they're just right. like jammy and like yeah. really good and shit yeah all right yeah, excellent um so yeah, uh before we get started sure. i think we need to talk a little bit about your outfit and, and what you're wearing sure. um because this is going to be maybe <laughs> yeah. a little post uh post whatever happened already mm-hmm. uh by the time people are watching it and and some people are not here uh in the upstate new york region and are wondering why is uh, why is someone wearing this blue and red and white gear um, with pictures of buffalo on it? Um, so what, what's the, the reasoning behind the, the, uh, the getup? Well, Patrick, you see, um, the Bills. 
<laughs> the Bills clinched the playoffs today That's right. um, as a result of the Jaguars completely choking to mm. the um, Oh, is that what Titans. happened? Because I didn't. Yeah. I, but this, yeah. The game happened while I was band practice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so they I choked. Will, yeah, is that what happened? Yeah, basically. All they had to do was beat the. Uh, they were currently like five and 11 Titans, and the Jaguars were like 10 and. Uh, so they were like nine and seven um, before this game, and they had a winning record, and they couldn't beat the five and eleven Titans. Huh. And so basically, there, yeah, a bunch of like playoff math pretty much has the Bills in the playoffs. So right? now they're in the playoffs. Yeah. So basically, so yeah, they were in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What two years ago? Right? Did they get into the first? Uh, they they've made the playoffs like the last like probably like three four years or so yeah with mr yeah. uh josh allen at the helm yeah. right <laughs> running things so um so what what yeah. the reason why you're in all all bills get up yeah. there's there's a game that's going to happen uh a little later tonight in a couple hours two hours or so yeah, uh, yeah yeah about two hours uh where that that uh, sets them either into what the second seed or, or yeah uh, so yeah so if they win tonight they'll it. be in the two seed and at least guarantee one um home game for them in the playoffs yeah so josh uh, is excited because so obviously <laughs> obviously yep. you're not a titans fan so i'm wearing skiing glasses yeah because so. <laughs> it's this. snowing out it's <laughs> yes. snowing out here in in yeah, uh, balmy sure. rochester new york yeah it might yep. be it might be so so by the time you're watching this i'm i'm hoping that the bills are, are in their uh second game of the playoffs let's say that i don't know if the timing yeah. is right on it we'll see um but uh <laughs> but besides good. that josh what have you been up to, man? Like playing um, music and yeah. So yeah, I'm pretty much just uh, regularly gigging right now. I'm working at uh, my wine and cheese in the kitchen oh. for the time. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Right on. That's that's the perfect <laughs> but, uh, perfect musician uh, is, uh, yeah. gig though. So yeah. so what are you doing there? You're, you're preparing yeah, uh, the food or you're yeah. I'm uh, I'm cooking in the kitchen. I'm one of the cooks in the kitchen. Oh. Um, yeah. Hopefully that'll. Um, be able to continue for a while more i don't know it, we i don't know me and michelle have been sort of talking about how with my music schedule like on the weekends like it might not really mm. work out in the long run because you know yeah like during when i have gigs like is when the shifts at my wine and cheese would be there in the yeah. weekend but um so so yeah, how do you how do you good. feel about that versus how so is this your manager at the the day job thing or is this the um yeah <clears throat> yeah so it's really yeah it's really just how my schedule pans out it's kind of complicated but uh yeah we we might try to figure it out i mean it's like sort of like a mutual thing where like we're trying to figure it out now but so <laughs> yeah. so let me ask yeah, you this because that's that's an interesting uh transition from talking about the bills to, to right. where you're at so let's get back <laughs> to into, into music a little bit exactly. um so so you have a day job obviously at this at this point in your life right um and i'm right. i'm supposing that probably what you'd like to have is you get where i'm going with it right was yeah, is have music yeah. as your your central income yeah, um definitely. and yeah. so so Most likely. i could see in your mind <laughs> the decision between okay well, if if your day job and your music um career were to intersect and one were to get in the way of the other, mm. which which way would you probably lean <laughs> towards? Um, 
real. Ideally, and I'm not trying to put you on. Not trying I try to put you to make room yeah. for either one because I really enjoy cooking. Oh, of course. Of course. Oh, yeah, do you like cooking? They're both, they're both like creative outlets, but huh. but um, you and I are like like that. I, yeah, I like cooking like, too. Preferably in the future. Um, you want to be a, 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 a singing honest, chef? Honestly, I don't really know if there's a yeah, if there's a singing chef position. <laughs> I, I'd do that up yeah. in a in a. Heartbeat. In a heartbeat, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> making pancakes, but, uh, but to the beat of something, you know, exactly. Like, psh, 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 Play pancake it. syrup. Yeah. Playing there an open mic. Yeah, yeah. You're in yeah. There. All right. Yeah, um, I've already done that. Like, uh, d- like I've had a, like a shift during open mic. And, oh, like, really? I played at the end, and of you the went night, up and like, like during yeah, the so, or after your. It's almost like show. I am the singing That's chef. That's brilliant. That's, that's weird. <laughs> it's <laughs> so, like some marketing. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So, Josh, I don't know you uh, uh, well enough mm-hmm. to know like where you got started with music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when you first started getting into music. So, was it something where your family or where you grew up, whoever you grew up with? were also musicians and there were musicians like in your yeah. your surroundings when you grew up or was it like how did you get into playing guitar and all that right yeah because um, um, obviously music is like in your you know in your blood enough to, yeah. for for your boss <laughs> to know like eh, we got to work around your schedule because i know music uh making and playing is important enough yeah. to you to, to do that in my molecules yeah. in my particles <laughs> yeah um but um yeah, no, I was just like born with it, you know. No, I was kidding. <laughs> yeah, but uh, just born a genius yeah. of of musical but, caliber. Yeah, <clears throat> but um, yeah. So honestly, like, it's kind of like a mix of like uh, just being around, like, um, yeah, just like environment, environmental factors to sound smart. Hmm. But uh, <laughs> like basically, it started with our grandma, our. Uh, Nana on my mom's yeah. uh, Jewish side of the family. Yeah. That's why. That's why I call my my great grandmother yeah. was Nana. Yeah. yeah, yeah, she was a beast. Yeah, um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, she was yeah she was uh, actually a beast on the piano. Like she could. Yeah, oh yeah. She was probably like the best piano player I've seen in huh. my life. Tickling or the so old libraries. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Like what yeah, is she? What, what kind of music did she play? Did she do like gospel or was she like real? Like she was like um, she was like oldies like, honky tonk. Uh, yeah, sort of honky tonk yeah, like really? vibes and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, foot stomp in honky tonk music. Yeah, like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know the name of this song I'm thinking of, but like uh, she would play this one song that was like, "I'm eating my coffee and I'm drinking my meat, you're making me crazy." Oh my! That's a great. Is that one she wrote or is that something? That I don't really, exists? I don't really know. It was like on. I like that. I'm gonna have to look that up on Spotify. Yeah. Actually, don't don't ever download anything <laughs> on Spotify. How about Apple Music? We'll go Apple Music or or YouTube or. Um, Bandcamp's the best yeah. for for um, returns <laughs> on like like if you're selling some stuff, but but you don't know whether or not she wrote it or it was just some old old time. Uh, it it might have been a cover, but uh, yeah, I I honestly have no idea she might have. Or was it a commercial it for, for like me. meat back in the day or something? <laughs> you know, like she. Like back back in the fifties and stuff, coffee, yeah, there was all those like jingles that they wrote. Yeah, it was like sla- yeah. coffee yeah. slash yeah. meat yeah. commercial. Folgers coffee and sardines for breakfast. <laughs> you know, they had all those like olden olden time things, wallpaper maybe, and stuff. Maybe it was just like a commercial for like a dry aged like coffee Ooh, rub steak. Oh, you know, delicious. Yeah. I don't yeah, think they be. did the coffee rub steak <laughs> back then though. <laughs> 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 so that's funny. So so she <laughs> coffee dry. What were you gonna steak. say, Allie? <laughs> Oh, is it? Milkman. <laughs> well, I think that's a version of it. Oh, is it? Okay. Oh, she like wrote, I, rewrote I the no lyrics idea. to Frasier. 
<laughs> the theme song to Frasier. So. <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah. No. Fair enough. Yeah. So, but but so she, your grandma was playing uh, playing mm-hmm. piano. But then, how did you yeah. end up getting into it? Like, was your yeah? And uh, we sort of yeah, just had those like had like music in the family. Like she was always like playing whenever she visited, which was like a lot since she was like a Jewish grandmother, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So my mom's also a um, she also plays piano and sings. Uh, mm. So yeah, it. Um, Did you sing like with her as a kid? Um. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Sometimes at uh, nursing home gigs and stuff like that. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. We would like sing the, uh, sing God Bless America <laughs> at oh, the really? end of, at the end of her gigs and stuff like that. Before what did she? Did she play guitar or no? You said piano, right? Yeah, she plays piano. And, so how did she get a piano and, though into the nursing homes? Or they just um, had most of the or a lot of them have it at least. Yeah, just have like a piano there. But, um, yeah, then, like, yeah, so, like, I don't know. Like, I, I started taking piano lessons when I was, like, in elementary school to, and I stopped maybe in middle school. Um, but I really wasn't really into music until I started playing guitar. Like, once mm-hmm. I um, really met a lot of my closest friends to this day, um, uh, when, when we moved to Connecticut and I met, I met those friends. And um, <laughs> I feel like we're going to be talking about this these origin stories for yeah, a while. Aren't yeah, we? <laughs> yeah. This is what I want. <laughs> I want to know, like, what what got yeah, you to the, the to the point you're yeah, at now? You know, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So pretty much, yeah. When we moved to um, Newtown, Connecticut, um, during like uh, intermediate school uh, slash middle school. Um, they had like an intermediate school for like fifth or sixth grade and then middle school for seventh and eighth. Um, so I met one of my good friends, um, Robbie Laporta and like, you know, one of the first like, um, family friend hangouts we had like since like, you know, our families are still friends to this day and like our families just kind of began, uh, like that. Um, we had just like a kid's guitar that like he started like playing and I'm, and <laughs> we were yeah we were just like young back th- uh back then and like me and my brother were like whoa like Robbie's <laughs> really good <laughs> yeah. and um so pretty much like um I don't even really remember like talking about it any further but my mom was just like Okay, Josh. If you really want to play guitar, you can quit. <laughs> you can, you can take <laughs> guitar lessons. And, yeah. Or no, yeah. She said you could take guitar lessons, but you got to promise me, uh, you have to keep on playing piano. Uh, and I'm just like, um, uh, did you I, lie? I, to, I didn't. Did even, you lie to your mom, and, Josh? And, no, it's and, okay. On, no, but, on national television <laughs> right now, did you lie to your mom, Josh? Did you lie to your mom about continuing to take yeah, the animal? Yeah, quite possibly. But but you, but you see, but you see, I didn't I didn't even okay. I didn't even ask her to to start taking guitar. She was just like, if you really want to take it, I'm oh, she's like, like, um, okay, like I didn't I didn't say pushed say, you into say it. that, but um, fair enough. Sure, yeah. <laughs> so, All right, so, um, so you, yeah, you started so, taking guitar lessons, yeah. Um, but it's such a different right. instrument. Do you feel like you were able to bring the piano? Um, you know what you've learned from piano into that, or do you feel like you kind of threw all that out and started um, from the beginning again with guitar? Well, like, 
probably towards the beginning i just yeah threw threw it all out and mm-hmm. learned guitar but like the more you i don't yeah the more you get into like the whole the the whole groove of things and really get into guitar and stuff and um you know if you take like music theory in high school or whatever uh you really start to like realize like um how things i don't know like match up on keys and guitar and sort of like how they're they're pretty much just try to play the same chords yeah (laughs) yeah it's like the the um because music theory is interesting because i I just started kind of getting into music theory i never took Mm -hmm. uh classes or or courses i never studied music but um music theory is interesting Mm -hmm. because it it kind of i feel like it's based upon the piano thing um and so a lot of scales and all that sort uh the the patterns to them are much clearer if you play piano right about how mm-hmm. that stuff happens when you start playing guitar it's yeah, like you can't it's like some maniac decided how the notes were going to be laid out on like the if, guitar. if you're playing a scale like like i there's no way i could tell you the exact notes yeah, yeah. i'm playing but yeah, if you yeah. 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 Like, it's like they, but they, yeah. they, yeah. <laughs> with, with the theory, uh, that's why I've, I've always found it hard to get into music theory because I wasn't a piano player to start. I feel like people that learned on piano to begin with, uh, it's kind of easier to pick up the theory and all that stuff. With guitar, it tends to be like you learn a bunch of songs you like, um, yeah, you know, by rock guitar players. Yeah. Compared to like, um, but I, yeah. I feel like that yeah. sort of let me, um, let me be freer with what I was doing with right. it and writing from a, a, a place of, okay, what just kind of sounds good together mm-hmm. um, as opposed to, okay, this within this scale, you know, these are the notes that, that work with each other and let's put those chords together. And, you know, this is where you should go. Mm-hmm. I just have no sense of, or, or no, um, no education on where it should go. And so sometimes I can make surprising jumps where I get into a, a scenario in a band uh, where there are musicians who are trained with theory and all that, and they're like, they're like, oh, that's strange. Or they'll say, oh, mm-hmm. it's this weird thing that you're doing, and yeah. I don't know that's what I'm doing. Yeah, um, exactly. There, there's like these like music theory geniuses that are yeah. trying to analyze everything. And yeah. It's just like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> like just like try to create what sounds cool it's yeah. like, so <laughs> but it, but it's, yeah. so you're but it's you like the, yeah. when you go out and play do you primarily do um original music because i know you have your original music but oh. you have to obviously if you're doing especially yeah. locally here yeah. you're doing uh bar gigs you're doing yeah. like um coffee shops and you're doing like the the uh brewery scene which is such a weird thing to say now because there's a whole brewery winery scene now uh mm-hmm. too with music um right. but you gotta throw covers in there too right yeah definitely like yeah like it's not unfortunately but like yeah definitely there's a lot of venues that prefer like cover songs for just like people to dance to yeah. something familiar they know um but yeah definitely i like throwing a lot of my originals in there and um yeah, like if if I could, I I could probably play like a whole set of just originals. But um, I, have, I honestly like you, playing covers. Have so, you not yes. done an, a whole original yeah. set? Um, no, no, we we uh, we we definitely have like in our old band and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just a type of thing where when I'm playing out, like 
I know that you know most yeah, of the like places I'm playing have want some covers at least. Yeah, yeah. so I like I, I play a lot of originals, but like I also play just like covers I like, and I'm pretty sure other people will like. So it's yeah, an interesting thing because I I know that yeah, you play you play out quite a bit too. So right. so when I go out and I play a show, even though I know the venue right or I played there before, mm-hmm. sometimes it comes down to that day like you have a set list. Um, but I'll actually alter it right before based on what I'm seeing out in the audience. Yeah. The right. So like stuff. the demographics yeah. of who's in the audience, I'm like, okay, well mm-hmm. we can add, we should add this in, we should take this out. We should, you know, my band sometimes hates that I, that I do that on the fly, but it always ends up working out better, tailoring it to who's listening. Right. Um, almost then to just saying, oh, this is our set list and that's, that's what I'm sticking to or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, exactly. So, but, um, but original music is what I'm really interested in because of course it's called the songwriter's couch. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so when you write your original music, um and how many how many songs would you say you have written at this point like original uh, i have like around a hundred i'm guessing all right yeah so you from, write a lot yeah back from college yeah um so so like how do songs, you yeah. <laughs> what what's your your process for writing when you start writing a song um it's pretty much i there is no set process yeah <laughs> at all no but i mean yeah, but uh, but there is, there's yeah, probably like, some sort of a, like, a way that you go about yeah, it so does it does it spawn from your guitar playing so the the right. reason i say this like i had so, my so. daughter uh come to me with a uh, a melody mm-hmm. and say could you put uh rhythm uh, you know put some backing music to that and it's that's extremely difficult to put my mind into that Right. frame of like taking a melody and then writing the rhythm section behind it just versus yeah. the way i write typically is i'll write the rhythm section to it and then add the melody after you know after the fact right um yeah. and the majority of and and the viewers at home know this the majority of it is written in my boxer shorts drinking coffee at, <laughs> in the morning before <laughs> i i go out for the day you know what i mean right when you wake up um yeah. right. and so it, that tends to be for whatever reason mm-hmm the inspirational time of my my day where things kind of just are clear and they come to me you know so like yeah yeah so like how does i guess the majority of when when you write like what does that look like um yeah so it's been just like throughout the whole time that i can remember that i've like started writing songs uh like up until now like it's really just been a bunch of different things really like like sometimes do you do you ever just like wake up with like a melody or f- like something in your head like yeah. lyrics like just like words or something like that like a thought like yeah it's just sometimes like I, I i can just like write that down like record it if i'm like if i'm like how do you, how do you enough do that? to wake myself up and so just you hum, like record, do you hum it into yeah like, into like voice memos or something huh. like that like so that's like I feel like the hardest way to do it because like I feel like that sort of thing happens like those creative weird like thoughts from like another dimension if I'm sounding yeah, yeah. but like they, they happen either right when you're about to fall asleep or like right when as like you're waking up or about mm. to wake up so it's like as as it's it's like when you still have when you're still in that like dream state a little bit it's like weird you have what, all what these is like that? thoughts and stuff yeah so what is 
if you can elaborate a little bit on that right what Mm -hmm. what is that yes what does that feel like? Because I, I feel like there's a lot of people. One, mm. there's probably musicians that that watch and listen to us that um, understand exactly what you mean by that. <laughs> and then there are people that don't don't write songs right. that are musically inclined, right? But they don't they don't quite. Um, right. Or maybe they again, do. Again, like it doesn't always have to be like that. Like the most of the time, I don't think it is like that for me. But so do you like think you're, happens, like, so you happens. think for the majority of the yes. time you're consciously writing? I, I don't know. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Well, let's, there, let's there, see. Yeah. So, so, the yeah. reason I asked that, it, right. Yeah, is, because, is because, is because it, it seems mm-hmm. to come from somewhere. And I've, I've mentioned this, like, it seems mm-hmm. like you're remembering the song versus writing it right because yeah. it's it's mm-hmm. a strange um in, in that dream state like way yeah 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 sort of so yeah so but but what i'm what i'm trying to i'm trying to like get to the bottom of that that thing right what right. where does that mm-hmm. come from um mm-hmm. this the, the dream state yeah. Okay. Because a lot of songwriters, that's that's the way it comes. It just happens. I, uh, right. Who was it? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Bob mm-hmm. Dylan. Um, there's a lot of so- famous songwriters, big songwriters, that were like, I don't know where it comes from, but it's not from right. me. It's it's like, it's like God writing it's like it. Dimension, yeah, bro. but but it's it it sounds <laughs> it's so bullshit. The DMT. But guys. it's not. You know, like it, it's <laughs> like I I don't know where the music that I write comes from. It's like memories mm-hmm. of of the soundtrack to things or songs I've heard in the past. And sometimes yeah. I write mm-hmm. something and I'm like, after I write it, I'm like, Oh, that's actually this other song. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah but, exactly. but other times it's like, mm-hmm. I don't know where that thing is. And, and there mm-hmm. are, there are probably over two dozen times where I've written a song and I don't know what it means until like two years after I've been playing it. Mm from like the feeling of it yeah right. like i'll write okay. the lyrics to it mm-hmm. and, and the lyrics seem to in my head they're like this is just nonsense right um but after i'm like oh but it's just like flowing yeah. i remember I understand it me at that time and those lyrics actually mean such and such Right. Um, mm. But as I was writing it, that's not what I was thinking. I wasn't thinking I'm going to put this into this theme of, and I write out a a uh, what is that called a uh, when you write a a book report. You know what I'm talking about where you have to write a, like uh, the the subject and then the the point the thesis. What is that called thesis outline? Oh, outline. outline yeah, that's yeah, what okay, it is. Yeah. An yeah, outline, right? So like yeah. I'm not sitting there doing that for the most part, but it right. tends to be very cohesive even after. Um, you know, mm-hmm. after several years, I realized, oh, it's it makes sense. Right. Um, and so I'm mm-hmm. trying to get to the bottom of like where that where that comes from. And then secondly, why are you mm-hmm. so drawn to music and continuing to do it oh, when when yeah. some people say I love music and I love watching music and and the like? the The act of going out and performing and writing music is such a hard. Um, I don't want to say career, but career to even attempt to pursue because it's right. almost impossible to make it in the music business, right? But there are musicians that do nothing but 
go to their local pub or whatever, do the open mics, play music. Mm-hmm. But it gives them such a feeling of joy and um, fulfillment. Yeah, yeah, like I'm, I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to come to terms with why musicians are musicians, why mm-hmm. why songwriters are songwriters. You know, I think it's really just. I mean, for me, I can't speak for other people, but for me, I feel like it's, first of all, it's kind of like catharsis. It's like you kind of need like a release sometimes. You kind of need to understand yourself better and stuff like that. But then second, it's just basically understanding yourself and your place in the world, I feel like, and trying to um, better yourself like slash like the world through your music or at least understand how it could be better and take steps hmm. to uh you know make yourself in the world better so, i'm repeating myself yeah so. no but but, yeah. but i understand it. it's yeah, like it's, hard to like vocalize what that feeling is right. but it's so um, i'm it's like so drawn to it yeah, yeah like i can't yeah. i yes. can't imagine a time in my life where mm-hmm. i don't want to go out and perform music or write music or at least play guitar to my friends and family in my house. And I, and I don't fully understand why that is except for when, when, when I'm playing something and even if it's a, it's at Christmas, let's say, and the guitar's out, we're all playing a cover song. Everyone's singing along. Mm -hmm. Um, there's, there's a joy there and i had someone compare that once to church being at church you know this is our our church when we go to open mic or whatever um right yeah just like the community it's this music. yeah it's yeah. this like yeah it's almost mm-hmm. like you're you're <laughs> your happy place <laughs> yeah like you're 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 praying I, I don't know. I, I I'm trying again. I'm trying to to yeah, like get it, to the bottom like of it because I don't understand it or something. Yeah, yeah like what yeah, is the, what like is the draw to it? You know, uh, yeah. of playing music that that's so powerful that you can get up on stage and there's only a bartender in there. You're getting paid right. nothing. It's annoying because you have to drag all your equipment out there, right? <laughs> but yet you continue to do it every single time. It's not just mm-hmm. because oh, I want to be in front of a thousand screaming it's fans it's better than most jobs because music yeah, yeah. And musicians musicians <laughs> yeah. will do it yeah, in front of no one yeah. right there'll be right. musicians mm-hmm. like uh, uh mm-hmm. daniel uh sprague if he's watching shout oh, yeah. out the the heavy metal guy the, uh, you know yeah, makeup yeah. Yeah. yeah goes yeah. out in the street mm-hmm. takes his little amp mm-hmm. plays guitar yeah. just by himself people sometimes yell at him well, he's playing, a, but he goes out there and, and, and continues to do it. It's such a powerful draw um, that, that he'll do it. that, yeah. you know? Um, and there's a lot of musicians out there, and they'll be in their 60s, like never made any profit off of their music, nothing, but still continue to want to do that. And I'm, I'm just wondering, hmm. I'm wondering, like, what, what draws Josh Ketchum to go out and perform and i'm not saying that that you don't mm. have people come out and say that's not at all but i'm saying like mm. like your original mm. music and i do that too i've played to the bartender i've played to no one i've played to i've had to Uh-oh. actually <laughs> du- duct tape a microphone to a a coat rack once for a gig just so i because mm. they were like oh yeah we have a pa um <laughs> yeah uh, but yet i can cont- i continue to do it um 
And you're saying like, you know, your family had, had musical uh, inclinations and the yeah. like, but what continues mm-hmm. to draw you to it? Yeah, really. Um, I feel like a lot of it is just from like the start of when we really like made all those friends in Connecticut and it was just that like common interest and passion we had with everybody that was just like we could we could just like create and like play together and like Mm. like have like the best time of our lives and stuff and and stuff and like that's when I really realized that you know I I wanted to do music and how it could be different than just like taking piano lessons and playing at piano recitals from like you know hard-ass piano teachers yeah (laughs) or not that yeah no, I get you what know, you're piano saying. Piano teachers so, are usually harder than. So, is uh, it the the connection with teachers. other musicians, maybe to to some extent, that like draws you to it? So, like I've I've noticed that that's that's a real. Um, yeah, it's just that like community, like sense of like belonging. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I guess yeah, that feel and like, I feel like, um, I think there's like a quote out there. Like I've heard it before that like. Um, it's like that like music is like what feeling sounds like Hmm. and um at least like i don't know i don't know how philosophical or religious you can sometimes get oh yeah (laughs) like in in your head or whatever real deep (laughs) like stuff like that real deep but i feel like (laughs) i don't know in in the midst in in the midst of when i was like you know thinking about all that philosophical stuff the most like when i was like I guess most in my head about it or stuff like that, whatever, trying to figure out all those things like navigating feelings and stuff like that. I kind of like my interpretation of it is that, um, sort of like feeling slash like, um, just like the whole like force of the universe, if, if you will, like that's, that's sort of like God, like personified, you know, like, feeling like the force like light and darkness um like love if you will just like spreading it like is, just, just it's like very similar all-encompassing yeah. energy of, of like everything is like god and i feel like that's what comes through when in, in music that I yeah like, and it's and feeling, it's interesting you know? because when you play yeah. with other musicians and i can i can 100 percent relate to that right when you play yeah. with other musicians and you're on this this thing that's happening when when other when musicians are having a good time together and you said it's like the best time of your life it yeah. literally is it it feels like it's like walking down the stairs christmas morning mm-hmm. but for the yeah. entire length of a song you know or whatever you're jamming on or, or whatever or it just feels like you know why can't the world just be like this, like jamming, like nonstop, and not having to worry <laughs> yeah, about yeah. like it's it's yeah. like uh, like freaking like scam callers and not having to worry about actual jobs and bills. And stuff I would, like I wonder if that's why a lot of musicians <laughs> yes. take up take up drugs and stuff because they're like, God, it could be like this, but it's <laughs> yeah, but it's not well, like this. Um, but yeah, that's that's interesting. So I wonder yeah. if I wonder if. Um, I wonder if there's something to that too, because there's, there's like a level or a, an undertone sometimes of sadness, um, that I found musicians have of like, they know mm-hmm. what, what it like, like where things could be. Yeah. 
Yeah, and, I definitely relate to that. Yeah. And so, like, almost playing music is like, is like you see where it it's like trying to show show people like did you see where this could be especially when you connect with an audience yeah. uh or or people you're playing with you know you have someone singing especially if it's some drunk lady that's <laughs> just singing along and dancing in the audience but like yeah um yeah i feel like that's why like musicians like kind of like need that sense of catharsis like you know is yeah. to like um or yeah sort of just like to display their feelings like i guess publicly like out, out into the world and like kind of like make known like um stuff that they're feeling and, so and stuff like that do you do you typically or write something? from an emotional standpoint like from from real things that happen in your life like how do you how Both do you if, if you were to um i guess consciously go about writing a song would you mm -hmm. write it about let's say you just had a breakup or something, or would it be something where, where you want to um, entertain a crowd or like, what is the reasoning behind writing a song? I guess for you. Um, well, the reason behind writing a song, I think first and firm foremost is just for, for you to like feel better and to like further understand yourself and your place in all this like in the universe i guess yeah and like yeah what, what's going on and you know stuff like that um how it could be better but um then like you know at least me like i'm definitely cognizant of when a song i write is good or whether it's like mm. horseshit <laughs> so how do you, so I how do you to, yeah well, how do you make that that distinction is it because right well people react to it or is it well no, it's like, well, like, I don't know. I, I like to think I can just like know when mm. my lyrics are like really bad or whether, yeah. <laughs> whether, whether I'm like, you know, like you, you feel like a sense of, um, like resolution, like, you know, yeah. like when you're like done playing a song or writing a song, yeah, you know? Yeah. So, and then like, you know, when you play it out, I guess it's like us, it's, it's it's more rewarding when people react to it as you know you did when you first you know finished mm. it or like were in the process of writing it yeah like when they feel what you felt when writing it or stuff like that but yeah what what i've really gotten into mm -hmm. um lately so I've written kind of faster songs, like like songs that people can kind of dance to, that sort of thing, or or, yeah. or get down to, or whatever you want to call it, right? Um, <laughs> get jiggy with it. But I, I've had some feedback in the last maybe year and a half, like like a lot of your songs are kind of slow, and, mm -hmm. and like the, the songs I've been writing recently, you know? Those sons of bitches. Yeah, those like slow, <laughs> sad, really like... Um, um, I guess dark, but not really. They're just, they're just songs, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but, yeah. but I've played them live. And even though in, if you listen to them, you sit there with your headphones on, you just listen to them by yourself. You might be like, Oh, this is just a sad song. I can't imagine this being played in front of a huge crowd. Um, because they're not going to dance or whatever. But then I go out and I play those same songs in a setting like a winery or a, a, a brewery or whatever. And everyone is silent and just mm. like, right. 
it's it's as if like uh, like the i don't care whether or not i'm entertaining you Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna show you my my insides here so to speak well like um in in a song and i've i've um i've just recently been able to like a like see that happening in a crowd when i'm playing a new song an original song that i've written and it's it's um sad and it's deep and people can kind of like relate to it um i can see it in their eyes and 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 at the end it takes them like three to four seconds before they realize oh i gotta i gotta like react as an audience member and start clapping instead of just staring like at the at what's going on on the stage you know yeah yeah like definitely your goal as a musician i feel like isn't just to write songs that make people dance i mean if you do then that's great and everything but like yeah you're ideally gonna have songs like that but you're also gonna have songs that like really speak to people and like they're gonna you know really feel it and you know get as just like lost in the song, I guess, as you did when you were so listening to that. So, who were your when you were growing up? Who were your influences? Like, what are your your favorite things to listen to? Like, if you were going right. to sit down yeah. and have yeah. a good cry, Josh, you know, <laughs> a good cry, <laughs> and listen to Tori Amos, and uh, you know, just cry, get a good cry out, you know, like uh, what? No, but not not a cry. <laughs> but like, what would you listen to? So, my, right. I'll give you mine. Mine, I, I really dig like Pink Floyd, The Wall, obviously, uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Those are the, some of my favorite albums. You, just you've, you've cried the Pink Floyd? No, 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 not cried. Oh, okay, I got you. Okay. <laughs> but I, I you love, like, I love like okay. just going going into the album. Right. You know what I mean? I like closing you. my eyes, mm-hmm. having headphones on, or having it playing in a room, and just just laying there, darkness. Like let it let the music kind of take you into where they were at. Yeah. Um, like, what's your Mm-hmm. Your, because I, I, I would assume anyway that there's music like that for you that that got you emotionally attached. Yeah. Uh, to I want to do that. <laughs> well, definitely. You know? Yeah, definitely. I feel like the only songs that have ever made me cry are like, um, you know, like the song like "Live Like You Were Dying" by uh, Tim McGraw. And oh, Allie likes that. Yeah, that's a great song. That mm-hmm. I mean. Yeah, just for songs that make you cry, and then for some reason, uh, all I want for Christmas is you. Sometimes makes oh, me cry. Oh, we're ju- we actually just then, singing that. As a matter of fact, today. And, for then, some and then Happy Christmas War is over. Sort uh, of. And why um, that song? Um, John? I don't know. Just just because it's like really like real, and it makes you like think like, you know, what are you actually like mm. doing during like Christmas? If it's if it's all about like spreading like peace and like cheer and everything if there's actually like real world like problems going on and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah <laughs> was, yeah well it's like who, a who wrote that uh john lennon yeah not a big songwriter <laughs> the beatles <laughs> yeah so that that band was amazing um mm-hmm. having having two yeah. i mean paul mccartney and yeah, then john yeah. lennon in one band like having two yeah. songwriters the of that be, yeah like but yeah like besides like just songs that make you cry like yeah, yeah like what yeah. what inspired you to be like yeah. i wanted i want to make people feel like i just felt yeah like the beatles were definitely like a main influence to me just like of how just like simple it can be just to like sit down and write a song like come up with some chords and like yeah really really not all the time but the the main thing i try to do is really just write like a fairly simple chord progression and um lyrics that are 
is followable, followable a word mm. that you can yep. like easily <laughs> follow along. Yeah. Um, and like, re- like I really just try to write like the simplest songs I can and try to like, just make the melody very, um, um, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So, I guess like just good. Yeah. <laughs> so that's yeah, like memorable. I guess that in yeah. particular yeah. is yeah, something, the kind of yeah rule that I follow when I write, write songs too, mm-hmm. uh, in a way yeah, I don't, like, don't, I don't, overthink, I don't, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, so, I don't, cause, yeah. I want to place, I want to be playing, let's say a, if it's a chord progression or whatever, mm-hmm. something that's easy to kind of catch on to and, yeah. and even melodically something that's easy to, Oh, I, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. Right. So that the most people can, can follow along with you. But, and this is why the Beatles were so brilliant and some people don't give them credit. Same thing with Nirvana. Right, Kurt Cobain. Yep. I know a he lot of people feel like, like, oh, you know, it was simple. Yeah. He didn't know what he was doing on guitar, et cetera, et cetera. Kurt, but yeah. to write something mm-hmm. that's 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 from a technical sense, somewhat simple, mm-hmm. but make it interesting enough where people will listen to it again and again and again yeah. and it doesn't sound it's it never becomes boring mm-hmm. right but you list you can listen to an, an, a Beatles song again yeah. and again and again and it, and there's always something you kind of pick up the next time like it's interesting even though it's in a format um like mm-hmm. like i i strive uh to write songs that by by the second bar of the vocal part of the first verse people already feel like they know the song and yet right. you're delivering mm-hmm. something in that um that they can go back to and listen to and maybe hear a part of the story they didn't know that's where it was going maybe something yeah. melodically or something musically that's in there that's that's mm-hmm. that's surprising um yeah. and i think that skill set um is something that is sometimes overlooked as being, oh, well, they just write simple songs. They were a, kind of a pop band that, right. but, but the fact that people can listen to those things over and over and over again, um, there, there's a complexity in the simplicity of it. Exactly. Yeah. And like, yeah, really like early Beatles were still like really good and everything, but, um, you know, it was pretty much just m- love songs for the most part like yeah let's let's yeah. be honest but they were still like good songs but the, yeah love, when, during love their, me do during their drug yeah, those, era <laughs> i mean they their songs <laughs> were still like maybe kind of simple but they definitely like branched out like they yeah expanded like their musicality like so fucking much like like it's so it's so much more like detailed and yeah like sergeant pepper sergeant pepper was yes, yeah, you know, I, I don't think people realize how out of the ordinary that album was. You know, nowadays, yeah. like 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 kids now are like, like, oh, the Beatles, they're not that great, um, and Nirvana, not that. But but at the time, and if you really, if you're a musician, I feel like you appreciate them more a little bit yeah. of what what they're doing because you need to make it commercially viable so that the most people will listen to it, but then interject complexity behind it yeah so it like follows it up like yeah it's a simple melody to just sing along to and it's almost like it's almost like religion 
pretty much. <laughs> it's almost like the Bible, right? There's these simple yeah. stories and all this sort of thing, right? And there's the, the simplicity of the religion. And you could be like, oh, it's it's just um, silly stories. It's ghost stories, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of <laughs> complexity behind it that's mm. almost hidden in the simplicity of it. Yeah. And that that that's yeah. what I strive to do as a songwriter. And it sounds like mm. that's kind of what, you know, what you're... Yeah. Uh, your uh, um, goal is, I guess, with your songwriting too. To yeah, pretty much. Yeah, like, um, yeah. One of one of our um, other friends in this uh, in this band, uh, Space Casino, we um, played in from uh, when we lived in Newtown, Connecticut, and during our college years, like um, our guitarist in that band, Ben Riley, like he is just like insane at coming up with the most like complex like guitar parts and like everything like that like you're like how does someone even like come up with this but i'm definitely <laughs> right. not not good at that like i, I pretty yeah. much just try to yeah i guess do do exactly what you were talking about i guess sort of i mean sometimes it ends up being like kind of complex but for the most part i feel like a lot of my songs are just like simple chords and then like a lyrics that like you really need to like think about sometimes yeah. ho- like, hopefully and, like so for instance i have then, i have yeah. a new uh, musician in the band uh, yeah, that that right. plays some interesting instruments mm-hmm. um but he's like oh that's like a polyrhythm that you're doing there and i was like i don't know <laughs> what, what that is. is i don't know what that is but no i kind i do know kind of what that is right but i was like oh yeah it's interesting that you would like yeah. like specify the musical you know technical uh phrase for that right. um yeah and so mm-hmm. uh we're running out of time here, and we're, we're going to, Josh, have another another <laughs> another one of these sessions here, okay? Um, if you if you want to come back and be on the show again. Sure. Um, but yeah. uh, Let's do it. speaking of songwriting, you know, you're going to perform something for us, yeah? Yeah. You still up for that? Yeah. I'll okay. So you're going to yeah. perform something for us. If we can cut to this camera here. Um, so before we do that... He's going to tune up. He's going to get himself situated uh, microphone-wise and, and all the like. Um, but cool, yeah. for God's sakes, people, subscribe. <laughs> no, really. Uh, subscribe, <laughs> subscribe, like, comment. All that kind of interaction really helps with the algorithms, and, and we are pre- really appreciate everyone that's been watching and listening uh, lately. Um, thank you again to Seed and Stone for sponsoring us and, and uh, doing all the things that you're doing musically here in Rochester. We really uh, uh, appreciate it. And, um, you know, for everyone everyone that's out there that uh, wants some merch, again, that, that is out there. I think the links are already there. You can get some hoodies, some hats, and, and the like. So please do that, too, because that helps uh, continue our our goal of bringing uh, awesome songwriters, uh, whether it be underground or or above ground, uh, to your uh, conscious space. Um, and so uh, without further ado, I think we're going to uh, move it over to Josh Ketchum. Cool. Uh, performing something, Josh. What's the name of this this song you're going to do? Yeah, here? this song. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to play for you. This one is called "The Light Is Gone." The light is I gone. So like maybe we'll talk it's about it afterwards. Yeah. Right, yeah. So sure. Yeah, that sounds good. Josh, um, is this in a good position? It is. Yeah. Cool. It is. Josh, catch him, everyone. All right. Might get a little screamy, and it might might uh, max out a little bit, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here it is. Cool. 
temperature comes away To light what is gone and live another day To pick up the pieces of a life I once knew I learned to undo and to start anew The light is gone but don't say goodbye Just put your hands together and slowly touch the sky Bring back a piece of mind and peace of soul And the pieces will want to be gone Alone my soul, it's really got to go It's been far too long since I had some control I've taken all the time in my life to find time Perfecting and practicing the art of getting back It's taken so long, I know But I got to let go Oh Lord, don't you know To get back has gone away Ever since I expressed what I felt in myself I've laid my cruel intentions to rest upon the shelf It's taken so much time I know But I got to let it go Lord, don't you know Commands are growing better with age 
come on in, 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 let light in, come on in, come on in, to the songwriter's couch, come on in, come on in, with Patrick Joanne, come on in, 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 come on in. <laughs> All right, there we go. All Good right, boys. <laughs> Josh Ketchum, everybody. Josh Ketchum. I had to, I had to take the volume down. You're peaking the, yeah, peaking the yeah, shit. Yeah. So the distortion is a hundred percent natural. There's no <laughs> pedals, no nothing. That's that's distortion nothing on a like on that. an acoustic just, guitar. Yeah, I used the term maxing out. It's actually called peaking out. I don't. I don't, I don't <laughs> I don't know shit. It's I also, need to do. Yeah. I need to do garage band yeah. stuff more though. <laughs> well, but, Josh. Um, yeah. Why don't you tell the good people at home here where again they can sure. find you, where if they want to connect to you, they want to come out to a show. Okay. First of all, do you guys like my look? Reply in the comments. Oh, <laughs> look, at, look at you being social media savvy. I like it. Um, <laughs> but uh, second of all, yeah, where can they find me? Um, yeah, you guys can find me gigging about uh, in Rochester basically all the time. Um, since my Facebook was temporarily banned. Oh. Which, <laughs> so did, you can't find get into me that. on so, now. But. Wait. <laughs> yeah, we got to get into this. All right, I got you. So you were banned. Yeah, so basically, uh, don't download Facebook, kids, unless you're a musician, because it sucks. <laughs> so, basically... Um, as musicians, what we have to do a lot of the time is just uh, message venues, uh, mm-hmm. like a ton of venues, pretty much just for gigs. And that, while that sounds really simple, Facebook doesn't make it that way. Yeah. So to save time, a lot of the time we just copy and paste like pretty much the same or a similar message to multiple venues. And when you do that on Facebook, they view it as like soliciting or spamming. And so, yeah, so they stopped me from messaging sometimes, like after like a few of those like similar messages that I would send to venues. And then like after like a few times of doing it, I think they just freaking like ban me and i'm huh. like i'm like what the hell well <laughs> yeah, so not even through messenger like, though josh so if you app. if yeah. you have a um mm-hmm. if you have it, like you joined a bunch of groups facebook groups that are like yeah. you know uh trying to get your music out there and yeah. you post the same thing to all of them yeah that's after true. like four yeah. of them facebook's like yeah no you're spam now and it's, we're not going to let you. It's just weird. It's Mark Zuckerberg isn't as smart yeah, let's, let's, as he let's, thinks. Let's yeah. address Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> what, what, I just want I want to know, Josh. Yeah, what do, what do you want to say personally <laughs> to Josh Illuminati. or to uh, uh, Mark Zuckerberg? <laughs> Fuck you. Oh my, that was that went right off. The, that wasn't even like a like a gentle. But yeah, me too. Yeah, me yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah, same, same Z's. Same Z's though, but. Yeah. Mm. So uh, yeah, you can't find me on there right now. But but if there so Josh, how do you spell your name? How about that? My name is spelled J O S H space K E T C H U M. So Google Josh Ketchum, (laughs) Rochester, New York. Guarantee um, you'll find him. Yeah, and you can find me on um, Instagram at my username is Josh's twenty three, and that's 
J-O-S-H-E-Z-2-3. There you so, go. So uh, that's pretty much it, as long as Facebook's still. Beautiful. Josh, I'm going to give you a left-handed handshake. <laughs> Good shit. Um, Remember, but kids, th- take guitar lessons, not piano lessons. That's right. <laughs> that's right. No, take piano lessons, cool. quit them. <laughs> And then take up guitar and forget everything you ever learned. Exactly. That's you won't right. be cool as long as you play piano. <laughs> you won't. Right. You won't become a heroin addict as long that, as you keep playing well, piano. Well, duh. I well, actually, you might. Yeah. Ray Charles. Yeah. yeah. I guess it's just a musician. This thing. is a sad episode. Let's now. not, let's not it's do. It's turned heroin, into a though. sad episode. We will only drink. <laughs> we, we will. We will remain sober after, so, after this episode. Josh, thank you for being on the, on the show, brother. Uh, I appreciate it. I'll be at a show uh, sometime soon, and hopefully we'll. Do do something together as yeah, well sure. um, me, good, good luck on your future stuff and we'll, we'll have you back on the show and especially again i just want to say thank you to everyone that that watches and listens um thank you to ali again happy fucking new year uh 2024 um <laughs> and if you know uh any songwriters or what have you that want to be on the show please send them our way uh and don't forget to buy merch and, go bills. and oh go bills and go bills yeah. there you go <laughs> Let's go, go, go Bills. Go. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll this see you on the Josh next one. I'm signing off. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good shit. I shouldn't cool. have had that six whiskeys before we started. <laughs> yeah. Woo! And I we also ended up think, getting too introspective. Yeah, I also think <laughs> I was turning down maybe the wrong one. So I, um, I 